0: What is up, everybody? Back on the podcast, Oxcord Radio, it's your boy, AJ Murphy. Back at it again, Miles Vandenboom in the booth. In the booth, and, uh, well, it's summer, so not a lot is happening. All summer, 19. All... 19, Uh, but something did happen. Uh, Waves have been made in the NBA, more waves, uh, after the whole Paul George being gone to the Los Angeles Clippers, we now learn that Russell Westbrook is on his way to the Houston Rockets. Yes, in exchange uh,
1: for Chris Paul, and then two first-round picks a little bit later on when the Rockets may not be as good, Mm -hmm. uh, and then a couple of, of pick swaps as well, so
0: do you want to start with the Rockets? You want to start with OKC here? I want to start with OKC. Like the job that GM Sam Presti did in finessing. Basically, I mean, at that point when Paul George comes to you and is like wants to trade, then that's the that's the domino downfall. Yeah. So, the the haul that he got back for those two guys is crazy. Like six or seven picks. A couple of swaps, uh, Shy Gilgis, Alexander, and Danilo Gallinari. Yeah, no, the, the Thunder are a very interesting team.
1: So we'll, we can just start even before the trade. So with PG and with Russ, the last two years, they get, you know, eliminated in the first round. Daniel Both Damian buh-bye. Um, and then the Jazz the year before. Yeah, and that was just... the. The thing against the Jazz, I feel like that was just embarrassing. The The Trailblazers, I'll, you know, let that one maybe slide a little bit more. Yeah, because they
0: went to the um, Western Conference Finals. Yeah,
1: but I, I had heard that there was kind of, I don't know, as far as, like, from the Thunder side, from, like, it's actually possible that Westbrook wanted to go before PG even got traded. That would make sense. Exactly, and then Paul George got traded, and it's like, why All right. Why do you need Russell well, Westbrook? Well, there's my reason now. And, and with the Thunder, too, they didn't want to... They were in the luxury tax with all these big contracts. Literally, Steve Stephen Adams has a huge contract where he's making like mid twenty millions uh, a year. Yeah, it's kind of like an Andrew Wiggins type deal, but Stephen Adams is probably better. Um, he does
0: more for your He does. Team
1: I, I love Stephen Adams. Um, so kind of you know after that happens, Paul George, for all those first round picks, you know it's historic the amount of picks they got. I think it's one of those things where we kind of have to wait and see how it all pans out. Right. Because um, if you look at it, besides the Heat picks, where it's like, you know, the Heat might be in the lottery, you know, getting picks from the Clippers and then getting picks from the Rockets, mm-hmm. what are those going to necessarily equate to? As of right mm-hmm. now, I think right. those teams are the Thunder and the Rockets are, you know, top five or top six teams finishing in the regular season. Um, so as far as those picks go, I don't think they're necessarily going to be that great. Maybe some of these later picks, you know, if Houston
0: has to tear it up or if the um, mm-hmm. Right, I feel the Clippers like do. that route, Houston with those picks, they could kind of, you know, and this is never, I mean, who knows, something could happen with the Clippers. I don't know, maybe not, but, and then the Rockets too, and then these picks could turn out, even still, like you're getting a first round pick, that can develop into some kind of talent down the road. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, it's just good to have, you know, that additional pick basically additional every for and the you can turn those years.
1: picks, yeah, and you can potentially turn those picks into players. So, with the Thunder right now, I think they're in an interesting situation because if you look at that roster, yeah, they just lost Westbrook and they lost Paul George, but I mean it's still a competitive roster. So you have Chris Paul, you have um, Gallinari, you still have Steven Adams, you still have Dennis Schroeder. Um, they picked up Gilgis Alexander uh, from the Clippers, who a lot of people in the and you know the NBA realm are really excited for. Yeah, he um, was. Fire on the Clippers yeah no last he played year. he played well um, you know a guy that can play good defense too which can be kind of hard to find um, so yeah as far as the thunder goes right now they still have some assets to either trade um, or to maybe build around um, I saw today that they are planning on going into the regular season <coughs> with Chris Paul um, so you know I guess we'll kind of wait and see is he going to be on that team for a year are they waiting for something to open up where they can look to ship him uh originally it was miami but it's kind of a weird dynamic with them in miami because they have those heat picks i believe next year's heat pick and right. then two or three years down the road so it's like do you really want to give that team chris paul when you're gonna get their picks probably not
0: no probably not um so chris paul
1: staying put Maybe for a year, and then we kind of wait and see. I mean, the big thing with him is is that contract. It was kind of the same thing with Russ that made it a little bit hard to deal. Like, if Chris Paul was on a different contract, I think so many people would be trying to get him. Like, I'd love to see him. I don't love the Lakers, but, I mean, Chris Paul with AD and LeBron and Kuzma. Finally, he goes to the Lakers. Yeah. (laughs) This time it won't be denied. Yeah, I can't Uh, reject that one. Or him even going to, you know, a team like Philadelphia. I think that would be Exciting for that roster. Just, you know, there's a couple places that he could potentially go. Um, I've heard potentially the Wolves, and the Wolves, it seemed like we're kind of interested in potentially getting Russ, Um, but just, you know, didn't end up going down. I'm not not mad going into the season with what the Wolves have. Um, So, yeah, it'll be interesting to see where the Thunder go. Are they going to look to keep this roster and build and maybe use these picks to, like, get somebody else, maybe like a Bradley Beal or something, or the Thunder in, like, this is complete rebuild mode, which I think it is, but now it's, you know, what do they do with some of these players and these contracts?
0: Right, yeah. Uh, a lot to look forward to on the part of the Thunder whether or not they're going to even be competitive this season that remains to be seen but I feel like either way they're going to be fine
1: yeah no it's I mean we'll see what they do uh I honestly I just think you go into complete rebuild here pretty uh, much yeah that. that's what it looks because like. they have a, they have a good roster like I just said but even with that roster you know the best that they could do with that roster is maybe a 7 or 8 seat and that's me being super-duper, like, mm-hmm. you know. Generous. Yeah, exactly. Thank yeah. you. Word I was looking for, generous. <laughs> um, and, yeah, is it is it really worth it? I don't think so. So I imagine some of those names that they've picked up um, are, you know, gone
0: before we know it. Wow. All right, well, there you have it. Uh, the landscape changing. Uh, what does this do for the Rockets? Does that push them closer towards the title what do you think about that trajectory i'm very interested in seeing how this all
1: plays out i'm i'm excited for the rockets i'm a a big james harden fan so i'm excited but at the same time it's kind of scary like Mm -hmm. you know this is a they played together before but that was a very long time ago yeah and they're two two different players now um and i'm curious on seeing you know harden's not going to be able to play the way he played last year like Russell Westbrook is not as good off the ball as Chris Paul Definitely is. Not. Westbrook's a better player than Chris Paul um, as a complete package, but off the ball, um, they're going to have to get creative. Westbrook is going to have to he's going to have to move. He's going to have to you know cut. Um, To look to get open, and he's going to have to be okay not necessarily having the ball all the time. Uh, And then same goes for Harden, which, to be honest, I'm biased because I like Harden, but I think Harden will be okay playing
0: off the ball. I think that helps him out a lot and opens up maybe some shots. I mean, not to say that they don't need to play ISO because he's maybe the best isolation player in NBA history, but oh, yeah. like, up there, they don't need to do that all the time. I mean, it seemed like in every important game, that's all it was. That's all it was, mm-hmm. and that's like, I get it, but it's exhausting. It, it is. It is definitely hard to watch.
1: I I will not lie; it can be hard to watch sometimes. And what I do like is, I think Russ brings a different dynamic that this Rockets team hasn't had. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, when he gets that board, and he's going to get his boards, right. he's looking to you know get on the break. And
0: I feel like yeah, they the have rockets, someone that can
1: attack. Yeah, exactly. Because like Harden can
0: attack, you know, mm-hmm. when he needs to. But it's a different type of attack. You know how it's coming when he does it. It's like a euro step. It's not like a hard slashing drive unless exactly. if he's got like a clear lane.
1: It's more. It's more methodic with James Harden. He's like kind of sort of to bring like I guess a baseball analogy. You know. James Harden can switch up his pace, his speed, his steps a mm-hmm. little bit, yeah. and then you got Russell Westbrook, who's like a this Chapman going a hundred all <laughs> yeah, the damn yeah. time. Um, so honestly, I'm kind of excited, kind of scared to see how it works. I think in the regular season they're going to be a really good team. Mm-hmm. Like I wouldn't be surprised if they're. I expect them to be a top four seed in the West, as okay. far as where it goes. You know, I know on the last podcast I said the Clippers is who I see. That's who I see winning the championship, as far as you know, getting the number one seed. I don't necessarily know, you know, who knows how many games Kawhi's playing, you know. With the Lakers, is LeBron, is AD, Are they? you know, are they getting rest, um, which could play a role in teams like the Jazz or Houston, you know, maybe moving up. Because Harden and Russ really don't take days off.
2: No, so that could be a chance for
1: them. Exactly. That could be a chance for them to get a higher seating. And then when it comes to playoff time... You think the Clippers are going to pull
0: it? some, like, load management type of stuff with Kawhi, again? It's
1: hard to say. I don't. I really don't know. I'm just kind of, I feel like that's going to be the wave. Um, I wouldn't be surprised, like I said, if guys like LeBron or just, like, some of these people that are maybe aging a little bit or maybe they have, like, a, a lingering, lingering, in quotation mm-hmm. marks, <laughs> injury. <enjoying. laughs> because, um, yeah, I've heard Adam Silver speak on the load management. Um And he doesn't want it to be, like, resting. They don't want to be resting their players. Um, But, I mean, how can you really prevent it? Memo, stop
0: saying LeBron (laughs) James is bad for the league.
1: (laughs) Like, how can you say, you know, his knee isn't hurting? Like, they can Uh totally bullshit about that. So... You know, it's kind of hard to say, but I won't be surprised if there's some load management um, going into it. I mean, I still like that Clippers team, even without Kawhi. That's a that's a badass team. right Hell here. yeah. So I still expect them to do really well. And just the West, it's...
0: Stacked. It's crazy. And it's now really spread out. Yeah, I don't... It's really hard Last to like say. Last year it came in. Warriors. Stump. There you go. Set it it's, off Maybe anybody else Now it's like Okay I have all these options The Clippers have like literally Stars crazy. and the Lakers have stars And This is what we've Rockets been dreaming of Rockets are cool And The Jazz are like More than legit Than everybody wants to admit And The Jazz are good And uh, People are freaking about the Nuggets And the Blazers have to fit in this equation somehow um, Like literally Blazers Warriors Rockets Lakers Clippers
1: um, Portland Okay that's six right there You have teams like San Antonio I didn't even say Denver Okay, so I didn't even know eight. if I said Golden State. You, know. you said Golden State. Okay, good. New Orleans. I'm not saying uh, necessarily a playoff team, but they're a really good team. They have yeah, a lot of good players. Out. They have a, you know, a mix of these veteran guys. You know, like Drew Holiday. Um, they signed J.J. Reddick, which is going to go under the radar, um, and signing Derek Favors. And then they have young talent with the three rookies they grabbed. Jackson Hayes looked really good. Um, yeah, he looked know, really good in and summer Yeah, years. so did Nikhil uh, Alexander-Walker. He was on that first team team. Um, and if Zion gets in shape, there's no stopping that man. Um, if and, the, Yeah, if he gets he in shape. Found, I think he will. He found the gumbo. <laughs> the jambalaya. If you looked at him in Duke, though, I mean, that dude was ripped. So As fuck. Yeah, I think he he got he'll get lazy. back to it. Yeah, I don't know what happened, dude. Just chilling, I Start guess. Start playing
0: Fortnite. <laughs>
1: <laughs> he got caught up listening into the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I mean, Lonzo Ball, Brandon Ingram, these are young, and Josh Hart, good young players to mix with those guys. Um, just a lot of talented rosters in the West. You know, there's going to be a couple, you know, the, these nine or ten seeds in the West. It's like... Dallas and Memphis, too. Dow- i forgetting about you. those guys. Yes, it's... Dallas with Luka Doncic and Kristaps Porzingis—that's going to be wild. That's scary. Yeah, yeah. I mean, give that a couple of years, and that'll be that'll be a top three or top four seed. Because I mean, if you look at some of these, you know, these powerhouses that we've been talking about—not to say they're necessarily old, but like older. I mean, Luka Doncic is like 20 years old. Porzingis, it's like probably like 23, 24, <coughs> something I like. like that. Yeah, super duper young. Um, maybe so, not yeah. even that old. Yeah, maybe not even that old. So, you know. The Mavericks are kind of setting themselves up for the future. If Porzingis comes back healthy, you know who knows the Suns, baby. There. Oh, God. DeAndre Ayton. I don't know what the and Suns the Kings, are doing. and the Kings. I totally forgot about
0: the. They Kings. were on, they on the brink last year. Young players, lots of youth. Which I think kind of keyed into the downfall this year, but that's, you know, that's going to yeah. happen. So. One of the
1: things going into this offseason, I honestly was like, okay, the Kings could potentially make it to the playoffs. Mm-hmm. After all this player movement, I don't think there's a chance in hell the Kings make it no. to the playoffs. No. And I like a lot of that, you know, their young talent, guys like DRN Fox, Buddy Healed, Marvin Bagley, that's like a really good
0: three to Yeah, that's a kinda, super solid core.
1: Exactly, to develop. Um, so, I mean, the Kings and, and the Mavericks, the Pelicans, those are definitely teams of the future. And the Spurs kind of have a weird mix where they have like Lamarcus Aldridge and DeMar DeRozan, you know, and Rudy Gay, some of these older guys. But they have some young talent too. Uh, Lonnie Walker showed out in the summer league. That was a, a guy that they were excited about. DeJounte Murray, who didn't even play. Um, so the Spurs could. I think they're a playoff team. It's it's hard. The West is going to be really
0: difficult to, to get into the playoffs. Didn't the Spurs push the Nuggets to seven games? Because I'm pretty sure they played I each think other they in the did. first round. The
1: Nuggets played hella games in the in the yeah. playoffs.
0: Jokic must have been, like, tired. Like, yeah, I think they had two yeah two games.
1: He looked. I remember um, <laughs> the, <laughs> that quadruple overtime game that we watched that was interesting for so
0: many reasons. He Maybe literally sat for, like, a minute and a half.
1: You're he played 67 it. minutes. He he looked so upset, just like <laughs> like holy shit. You could tell he was exhausted. He was gassed. He needed the he's game like, to okay, be here, over. Ball in my hand. Everyone run around me. Yeah, but he's he's good. I will, he's kind of a you know a dark horse for MVP that people probably aren't going to talk about, but like. He could easily like
0: easily average like the word twenty four ten and like six or seven assists comes into that conversation when you talk about that. They valuable. could
1: easily be the one seed in the West, and no yeah, one's they were talking going about
0: them to be the one seed this year. Yeah, but like I, I won't be surprised. Like,
1: I don't know if I see them necessarily winning, you know, the West. I feel like there's more experienced teams, but like that's a team to watch out for, and they're adding Michael Porter Jr. To this team, and like we've heard good things about him in practice, you know we need to see it in the games. But mm-hmm, mm-hmm. to add potentially a piece like that to it, and essentially run it back with the same squad, they're gonna be they're gonna be good. The they're wild,
0: wild west. Should we just blow it up? The wolves, <sighs> head ass.
1: I like I besides Carl Anthony Towns, like you know, and we have Okogie and Culver, but like who else do we really have? I like Robert Covington, Covington a lot. Yeah. I like him a lot, but I mean. On this team, is it like and now? No, Tyus,
0: say what now? Yeah, Tyus uh, goes to the Grizzlies on a three year, $28 million deal. And the Wolves did not match that. Yeah, because if the Wolves would have matched that, they would have like gone to the tax, yeah, barely reached that luxury tax. (sighs) Yeah, God, the Wolves are cheap.
1: Okay, I mean that's a good signing for Memphis. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, for a guy to back up John Morant, I think that's going to be the Grizzlies are a solid the team. next. Kobe Looking Bryant. forward, Jaron
3: Jackson. You
0: heard it here good. first. John Morant is an ex
1: Kobe Jesus. <laughs> <Bryant. laughs>
0: <laughs> he will be. The good. Pelicans made a mistake drafting Zion. I think right now it looks like John Morant might be. Uh- All right. Well, uh, enough basketball talk. Um, Previewing this week for the NFL, the NFC East, uh, lots of interesting – really you could say that three teams could take this division uh, this year.
2: Mm, I mean, the Redskins are kind of like on the line.
0: Yeah, I don't know. But I think the Redskins kind of going and looking at this team, especially like – some of the rookies that they got this year—that's crazy. So we'll start with the Dallas Cowboys uh, picking up Randall Cobb from the cow or from the Cowboys <laughs> from the head, Cowboys <laughs> from the Packers. Uh, Robert Quinn signing a deal. Jason Witten—he's back, coming back. I don't want to talk. <laughs> exiting the Monday Night Football booth and saving all of us from what was probably the worst thing that we it's had to door all time, year, baby. Which is fine because Booger did his thing, but like, why are you on like a cart on the side? That was annoying. Also, like seeing him sitting on a cart. Any Telecast with three people is canceled. Why do you need three people talking? Because Jason Witten was
1: putting everyone to sleep. They yeah, need, they needed Booger McFarland to wake people up. Um yeah, they and did. now they got. Well, I don't know if they necessarily got rid of Jason Witten or if he. Uh, I don't know how that played out, but yeah, he was I bad. No, he was bad. He should have talked to Tony Romo uh, before he because Tony Romo was like one of the best. Um, well, when Jason it comes Witten's to that, not a
0: philosopher.
1: J- uh, <laughs> I'm not going to get started. Anyway, he's now he's now a Dallas Cowboy again.
0: How is that going to work out? Like. You retired for a reason, like you decided to go do that, and now you're just oh, I'm back. I'm still in shape. I just I feel like he's gonna watch. He's
1: he's gonna go off now that I'm saying this stuff. He's gonna get like 800 yards and 60. Yeah, TVs. this could be the
0: perfect storm for the Cowboys. I mean, they finally got themselves a legitimate wide receiver. They finally have a defense that's not a joke. Defense is very good. Yeah, re to DeMarcus Lawrence. Aspect.
1: Yes. To a huge deal. Madam uh, had him messed up. What was his rating? Did you see that? I don't think I did. Oh, okay. It was, I don't know, it was <clears throat> below a 90, and I'm kind of like, eh, he's
0: pretty Well, also, th- they're doing the Madden ratings on, like, a different scale where everything is, like, tuned way out. Like, they said that starters are going to be in, like, the 60s and even 50s for, like, their ratings. Just because they want, like, superstars to, like, really, really stick out. Oh, my God. All right. Well, that'll be interesting in Madden, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, pick the Browns. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, pick the Browns or whoever uh, has, whoever has offensive weapons. Feed your guys. Feed your guys. Uh, so yeah, what do we think? What do we think about the Cowboys this year? I hate the Cowboys, mm.
1: but the Cowboys are going to be good. Uh, like we said, that defense is for real. Mm-hmm. That defense is very good. Being completely honest, I won't be surprised if that's like the number one defense in the NFL. I think they are going to get a little help playing Washington. Mm. And um, the Giants, and the Giants twice. Um, You know Saquon Barkley's no joke, but everyone else on the Giants,
0: I'm kind of like, not sure how I feel. Um, So they got some tough guys though. They got to play the Saints. They got to play the Rams. They got to play us. They got to play the Packers. They got to play the Patriots. That's no cakewalk. It's no cakewalk. Wait, they play the Patriots? Yeah, yeah, they play the East this year. I'm pretty sure. I think you're right. Yep, eating that. So that that, I mean that's gonna
1: be yeah that's gonna be be tough um I mean I think this defense is is good though I I really do believe in the defense as far as the offense goes it doesn't really wow me don't get me wrong like there's some good pieces on it like Ezekiel Elliott is legit like that Mm. is one of the best in the league like top three right for sure as far as like running backs go I like Dak I don't know if he necessarily brings
0: you to that next level no uh-huh. And I really hope no one gives him that kind of money. Yeah. Not to be mean, but, like, like with Kirk Cousins, like, he deserved that deal, I guess. And, like, at the time, it, you know, it, it fit. But, like, for Dak to get something like that, that doesn't really make sense. And I know that that's kind of hypocritical of me because Dak has led the Cowboys farther. Yeah. Um, and he's, like, a true leader. But, like, I don't... Like that's, I don't know. He doesn't seem like the pr- prototypical quarterback to like build your franchise around, and that you would give that kind of money for, that kind of player. Um, I hear you. That I think I think with it, it's just kind
1: of how the QB market kind of ends up working out. Yeah, just like the sports market in general. Like people are are gonna get kind of it's gonna be ahead of the curve, I guess, if you will, as right. far as getting paid goes. Like I remember. I think it was a few years ago, like Matthew Stafford <laughs> was like the highest paid quarterback in the league. And it's just because he happened to, you know,
0: his deal. That spurred came up everything right else for everybody out of all the people on this entire earth. It's crazy. Matthew Stafford. It's crazy. But I mean, that's just how it goes. I remember Mike Conley was the,
1: the highest paid Oh, man. yeah, that too. Yeah, yeah. and Mike Conley's a, a good player. Like, I love Mike Conley. That but, was gross. You know, he should not be making more than. LeBron and everyone else. The point being, you know, he's kind of catching the market at the right time. People are looking to pay for the quarterbacks. He's been with Dallas for a while. It seems like they love him in Dallas. So I mean, I get it. He's gonna get he's gonna get that deal. They have Amari Cooper. I think Cooper's a very good weapon. After that, I don't know who he's throwing the ball to. Mm-hmm. Randall Cobb, Jason Winton, like come on. Tavon Austin. Oh god. <laughs> <laughs> I was on that Tavon Austin wagon like two years ago. A couple times, absolutely, just tarnished my fantasy season. Yep. <laughs> um, anyway, yeah, I just don't think they necessarily have offensive weapons to um, take them that, to that next level. The defense could maybe make up for some of that. Mm-hmm. So I think they're a good team. Like I, I think that this is a playoff team. Uh, I would right. imagine they're getting one of those wild card spots. When we'll talk about who I think will win the division
0: soon. Um, but yeah, I mean, I like the Cowboys. Cowboys. Certain to be a threat, but they have some traps in their schedule, so we'll see how that works out for them. Moving on to Washington. Uh, like I said, they had a pretty good draft draft, or er, yeah, draft drafting Dwayne Haskins, Montez Sweat, both first round picks, uh, filling out both the offense and defense. Terry McLaurin, who was a star wide receiver at Ohio State, and then Bryce Love, who's coming off a torn ACL, but was still a Heisman candidate in this time at Stanford. Uh, that kind of complicates that backfield now because they already it's have. Interesting. Darius yeah. Geis re signed AP to a two year deal. Like, what, what's, what's going, going on? on? Um, as far as that backfield goes, I mean, I imagine
1: they're re signing AP to. I imagine AP's going <clears> to <throat> play a lot this year, but yeah. they're looking to build for the future here. So I think what they want is AP to show. You know Darius Geis and Bryce Love kind of how you do it he's been around for a while he's been one of the best at it you know ever as far as running back goes so I think it's a good guy to have to kind of show them the ropes um Darius Geis is someone I think a lot of us were really excited about you know last year unfortunately mm-hmm. he went down with that injury in preseason um so I imagine that's who they you know they want to be the guy but Bryce Love when did they draft Bryce Love he was like later on in third the or fourth round so I mean and I will say right now too, I think it's important to have a solid number two back. And who knows? Maybe Definitely. they're looking to do an RB tandem um, in the future with Love and Geis. Um, that would be know, nasty. Yeah, if those two pan out, yeah, that's that's mm-hmm. gonna be terrifying uh, in this division and for my Eagles. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I would imagine AP is you know gonna be heavily involved. Probably going to try to slowly get Darius Geis in it. I don't think they want to just, like, overload him right away off the injury with, like, 20
0: carries and
1: five catches a game. So Mm -hmm. that's
0: what I imagine they're thinking.
1: Um, But, yeah, some young talent for sure on that squad.
0: Definitely uh, Washington could do a little something, but... Um, I don't know It really is kind of Hard to gauge Where these teams Are going to be You just kind of Have to wait For the season to come And really see How things fill out Um, One team that we do know Is going to be horrible Oh well The Well we kind of Forgot two things I don't want to move Before we move on To the Giants Yeah Uh Redskins signing Landon Collins from the Giants which that's I right. think is huge that's right yeah. and then also Case Keenum you know who's going to be the quarterback for the Redskins oh, he's been all around
1: um yeah. so kind of what I imagine is Case Keenum's probably you know starting here I guess mm-hmm. at the beginning and then Dwayne Haskins is taking it over at some point which I mean I still think the Redskins getting Dwayne Haskins was was a steal Absolutely. Uh, I think Absolute that was a good steal. pick I who knows? Maybe Daniel Jones will prove me wrong, but I still think they should have grabbed Haskins um, with that sixth pick. I guess as far as the Giants go, so some exciting young talent for the um, you know for Washington coming up. Uh, as far as right now, I think they have a good defense. That offense just has so many question marks,
0: though. Mm-hmm. Definitely, lots of question marks. Uh, Speaking moving of on, question marks, <laughs> yes, the well. More of like an exclamation point at the bottom of the division. Yeah. The New York Giants, uh, as we said before, drafting Daniel Jones with the six-pick overall. They did sign Golden Tate. Uh, kind of a mystery fit for him, considering that he said he wanted to go to a contending team, and then uh, this is who he goes I don't know those question marks. <laughs> uh, but anyway... Uh, and then they draft some guy, good guys. Uh, Dexter Lawrence, a guy out of Clemson, who will fill in on that defensive line, get some good run stoppage. And then DeAndre Baker, a really good guy uh, from Georgia, that they can build around in that secondary. So what do you see from the Giants this year? Do you see I horrible? See, I don't see a four lot. Four or three wins? Uh, yeah, something
1: like that. Saquon and running Saquon for his life. Yeah, Saquon winning like three games for them, and that will mm. essentially be it. Yeah. Um, I think Daniel Jones takes over at some point. Uh, If this team is as bad as I think they're going to be, I'm going to imagine they're at some point just going to be like, all right, it's time to throw Daniel Jones out there and get him some experience. Um, Because obviously Eli is not the answer going forward. You know, he's played well for them. Uh, He's had a good career, you know, brought them two Super Bowls Mm -hmm. in kind of a lucky fashion. But, you know, we don't have to go there. Uh, You know, brought them two (laughs) Super Bowls. He had a good career. You know, it's getting to that time. It's like... It's hard to watch, you know that. Just watch him in general right now. Yeah. And it could be too because that offensive line hasn't been great, No. Um, and that doesn't help because he's never
0: been mobile. But <laughs> it's yeah, it's very yeah, mobile sh- right now. Well, now he has the best running back that he's ever had in his entire career. That's, so that's true. That's um, a huge
1: boost. Had his best wide receiver he's ever had too. And then they're like, oh,
2: we'll just why give would we you. <laughs>
1: We'll just get Cleveland. you Golden Tate. Yeah, like. we'll just give you
0: to Cleveland for uh, unproven safety, uh, solid guard, and a first-round pick.
1: That's still that still really does not make sense to me. Um, like the value of that first-round pick. Like you're gonna exchange that for Odell Beckham, who's the value of having Odell in New York City? What
0: the frick?
1: And like, he's, uh, he's like honestly, I think he's the most talented wide receiver. I'm not saying he's the best wide receiver at this moment, but I think he's the most talented, the most gifted mm-hmm. in the league. Yeah, I would say that too. Like, yeah, it, I just don't get why you would you move on from that. Him and Saquon Barkley, those are your your cornerstones on your offense. What are you doing? I don't, I don't understand. That's such a solid you know group to have, and then you have Evan Ingram and Sterling Shepard with that. Uh-huh. That's a. You get a quarterback. I think that's an offense right there. So yeah, the Giants are just confusing the hell out of us. I don't see them going anywhere this year. Uh, maybe in the future, if you know Daniel Jones pans out, some of these other people turns pan into out, the next Ben Roethlisberger you know, and Saquon. <laughs> Saquon keeps it going. Uh, then you know maybe they'll be a good squad. It just it sucks to see that Saquon is going to be on such a horrible team.
0: Yeah, but if um, he's on my fantasy team, I don't I don't care. We'll see about that. We'll see. You're towards the top, so you might have a shot. Number two pick,
1: so hopefully the person picking in front of me doesn't blow it. Javon. Javon,
0: do not pick Saquon <laughs> Barkley if you Picked are listening. Pick <laughs> uh, Last but not least, your favorite team on the entire yes. planet, the Philadelphia Eagles. Uh, some notable additions here. So they added Jordan Howard, Deshaun Jackson coming back to the squad, Malik Jackson, uh, interior defense. It seems like every year that defensive line is just like ah, it's yeah, it's good, it's very good. Uh, Andrew Dejo oh my god, like what are you doing? Why are you stealing Can't. from my team? <laughs> (laughs) (laughs) Can't wait
1: to see them next year, you know, just (laughs) live and in action. I feel like Zendejo is going to get just rocked. (laughs) If Kyle Rudolph is still on the squad, he's going to get trucked. Um, But, yeah, obviously the Eagles are a team that I'm very biased about but, you know, excited about. Um, As far as the defense goes, uh, it is tough losing Michael Bennett um, to get a guy like Malik Jackson, you know. I'm still going to feel pretty good about that line, pretty good about that defense. I think Doug Peterson is an, a very good coach. Yeah, probably um, one of
0: the best coaches in the NFL. Oh, they re signed yeah. Brandon Graham, so he's back for a while. Yeah, I mean, it
1: was a tough first year for, for Peterson. <clears throat> um, but these last two years, he's done an, an incredible job um, with this team. Um, so I, I like the defense. I think the defense is solid. I like pieces on the offense. Really, the only thing that worries me a little bit about the offense um, is Wentz. the running game. Oh, I. I'm not worried about Wentz at all. As long as Wentz is healthy, I think Wentz is a MVP. I thought Florida that's what you should MVP. be worried about. That. I'm I'm not worried about Wentz at all, sir. Okay. Um, I believe uh, as far as the the running game goes, a little concerned. Um, you know, they picked up Jordan Howard, which. Is an all right addition, I guess. You know, he's a good a good power back um,
0: for you know the goal line or shorter downs they may have running through, right through the tackles and gaining four hard yards. Yeah, that's he what he's He gains like the hardest yards I've ever yeah, seen. Yeah, it's like he could have like the ugliest four yard run. He like actually did that. <laughs> like, I don't know. He always did that shit against the Vikings. So I'm glad he's gone.
1: Yeah, that's just kind of how like, he would just it go right up the him. middle,
0: gain of six. What is Second and four. <laughs> what are you talking
1: about? <laughs> how did this happen? Um. I mean, just the, the the running backs. You know, we Darren Sproles is on the team still, uh, which I mean, I like Why? Darren
0: Sproles, but he's getting older. Yeah, um, they, they did pick up Miles back, Sanders, so the, second round out of Penn State. Last could. running
1: back that came from Penn State was pretty good. Yeah, so, so you might you know. Be we're see. hoping that's what happens with Miles Sanders. Um, and the name is eluding me right now. As far as who what their young back was, who started to kind of come on. Corey the, end of the year, Not Corey Clement, because there was Corey Clement, there was Wendell Smallwood. Because his last name was Jacobs, but I could totally be tweaking. I don't remember. Yeah, oh, it's going to bother me. It's going <laughs> to bother me all night until it hits me at like 1 a.m. Um but, yeah, just that running game is not going to blow you away. They really they need to find a back to really solidify that. Um, and as far as, you know, the receiving core goes, I like some of these guys. You said Deshaun Jackson coming back. Alshon Jeffrey is there. I do like Nelson Aguilar, and obviously Zach Ertz is, like, a top three, top four tight end in the league. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think they'll be good. I just think, you know, at some point here, some of those pieces on the offense are getting a little bit older, so they are going to have to look to... You know, shift somewhere pretty soon. So hopefully, Miles Sanders pans out.
0: Definitely uh, going to be an interesting year for the Eagles. Hopefully, we'll be at that game when they come to oh, we'll Minneapolis to play the Vikings. Uh, and we'll see where things are at at that point in the season. Uh, probably should be a pretty good Both clash. Both teams should be in, in pretty good shape next year when we see two of see the more well coached squads in the league.
1: Yeah, two very two very solid teams. Um, oh, dude, I can't remember. Where I saw this, I think it was Adam Rank. He was like um, doing as far as like records go for teams. um, I think I saw this on Snapchat. (laughs) He had the Vikings at six and ten.
3: Ah, you're done.
1: Vikings at six and ten. I was kind of shook. Like obviously, not necessarily a Vikings fan here, but six and ten is kind of harsh. And then he had the Eagles at thirteen and three. Um, But yeah, six and ten. He, I just don't think he believes in Kirk Cousins. People but Adam Rank is irrelevant, so it doesn't matter. But I I, I found that kind of that interesting. That man says about like the most out
0: outlandish it. shit. I really need to stop getting mad about these beat writers... <laughs> Trying to use every single pop culture reference in their stupid fucking 30 Anyb- minutes. Anybody on NFL's Fantasy Live, I think you can just kind
1: of... Yeah. As far as, like... they the all
0: sound the same. I've said that so many times, but they all sound the same. Well, the thing is, too, if,
1: like, you know, it's fantasy, whatever, I'll, like, listen to it a little bit. But you can't listen to their actual football analysis. Like, don't pay attention to it. So, yeah, I wouldn't get too caught up in Adam ranks. and be Six ten? and
0: ten? Yeah. yeah. I know our schedule is tough, but damn. Expecting us to lose every important game. Like, what does that even mean? Yeah. No, that's I don't agree with
1: it um, but yeah I thought that was kind of interesting uh, so as far I'm as the Eagles dead. go you know I imagine that they they take this division let's say for some damn reason the Cowboys <clears throat> take the division uh, the Eagles should be in a pretty good spot um, to grab you know the the wild card and they'll go from there.
0: Same, yeah. I mean, Cowboys won it last year. Eagles grabbed the wild card. I would have maybe imagined that it would be a flip-flop situation. Eagles come away with the division. Um, but we'll have to wait and see. Uh, things could always pan out in either way. I mean, injuries can always kill something.
1: Oh, yeah, for so, any and every team. Um, obviously, those are going to be – they're, they're going to happen, you know, mm-hmm. regardless who you are. Um, it just kind of depends on, you know. Who it is survival of the fittest. Yeah, and yeah you have basically come up.
0: Yeah. So depth is key in this league. Which
1: I think goes overlooked. I just think in a lot of sports, you know, it goes overlooked. Like, oh, they paid that backup. But I mean that can really pan out for you. Like Nick Foles being the backup for Carson Wentz really came through the past two mm-hmm. years. Um, came very close to an <clears throat> NFC title game last year and the year before he was a Super Bowl M V P so We'll see what he does with, with the Jaguars, you know, this year. Adam Rank also had them, I believe,
0: 12-4 so. I'm going to scream. <laughs> I'm definitely going to. Sc- the <laughs> disrespect on my freaking team. Um.
1: <laughs> like, what? Essentially, yeah. I mean, that's twice as many wins. That is wins.
4: outlandish,
0: bro. Like, what does that even mean? If we played the Jaguars today, we would beat them. If I would we imagine played them a so. 100 times the next 100 days, we would beat them like 80 times. What does that even mean?
1: I, don't, I seriously don't know. <laughs> Whatever.
0: Whatever. Watch, watch out for the Jags. Watch out for Thielen. <laughs> Uh, so, yeah, um, one thing I did want to go over quick, uh, ratings for Madden. They have DeAndre Hopkins at a 99. Uh, and then everybody else kind of falls in line, Julio, Odell, some guys. And then we got our boys, uh, Adam Thielen, Stefan Diggs at a 93 and a 92. I mean, that, that makes sense to me.
1: I think they're two pretty
0: solid wide receivers. I think Hopkins at a 99 makes sense. Um, Antonio Brown going AB was up there too. Yeah, he was imagine. a perfect okay. 99 last year, dropping him down a point this year. Um Okay. Yeah, uh, AB is still good. AB is The so 99 good. the 99 is too elusive for Madden. You have to be like, I don't they 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 make too too big of a deal about being 99 like Yeah. Oh, you're 99. We'll give you full <laughs> gloves, and we're gonna do a feature and get the clout.
1: Yeah, and if you do something wrong, we're gonna dock your points. Like, Essentially, I feel like that's probably what happened with AB. Because I mean, if you look at the year that he had last year, he still was very good. I'm pretty sure he liked right. the league in receiving touchdowns, yards, receptions. It was all still there. So I don't know. I don't understand why he necessarily. Where does the dropped, drop come
0: from? Yeah, how did? That's
1: just hmm. the NFL is just. I don't know maybe a little bit bitter about how he's been and granted I think he's been I don't know he's kind of been an ass there's no doubt about it but like that doesn't mean that you man get is still point. good yeah exactly was it last year I think it was last year in Madden um, it was that YG song Big Bang do you remember that yeah um, oh my god what was the lyric they took out the Colin Kaepernick lyric yeah like, I don't know. That's just how the NFL is and, like, kind of how Madden is, I feel like. If you're not following that conduct of the NFL, like, you're following every rule, like, mm-hmm. you're going to get docked a Yeah,
0: bit. that was, like, a big thing. I don't really know what was up with that, but... I
1: just don't get why yeah. there was a need to blur out Colin Kaepernick's there name. Yeah.
0: There wasn't.
1: Like, come on, man.
0: There was not. It's just... Ridiculous. The NFL... The NFL indeed. No fun league. <laughs> <laughs> well, that'll wrap it up for us today on Oxcord Radio Sports Portion. Uh, drop a song. We'll come back, wrap it up with a couple of notes and things that I missed on in the early portion. Thanks for listening, y'all. Adios.
5: I'm Icy clean, I'm icy.
4: Plot as a kid to get rich. <laughs> Listen, little bitch. Got the game in my hand like a switch. It's just me and my clique, rapping, get money, rapping, get money. Said rapping, get money, motherfucker. Ain't this shit funny? Don't do it for money, don't do it for money. But if it come down to the money, uh, I got a lot. I got a lot, like a lot, more than I need. I got children to feed. I got places to be. I got bitches to fuck. Let me see your ID. Now I'm just playing, I'm playing. You know that I'm playing. Don't know what I'm saying though. No. Know that we chillin', we vibin', we smokin' and drinkin', we gettin' this money, though Follow me, follow me, follow me All the way, all the way into my paradise I'm so cold, I think I made a ice
5: I'm, icy. I'm ice, I'm 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 clean Your wrist full of frozen water. What Coming down? live from the hood like a news reporter. Fling, sling, sling, Mr. S.O., I see why. i the whole Jack and Gucci, man, and I see why i stay fresh and clean clean like andre 3000 that i was a big boy since a kid now the world found out huh? my name me raydrick cuz i'm radical yeah. teamed up with logic he threw me a lateral uh. big gold solitaires, that's collateral mm. she a wash dance she's so fanatical mm. fall out when they see me they dramatica mm. she ain't icy enough we're not compatible i'm icy I'm ice, yeah.
4: Stylish, I'm Billy. That boy loud your flow so cold, low, go crazy, silly. You ever gonna stop rapping? Thinking, no, no, not really. Ayy, I be quick to put an ugly bitch in her place, cause the beautiful I'm not defined by her face Can't fuck with no girl that be all in the gram Tryna post while I'm in spaghetti Damn girl, can't you be normal? I'm famous as fuck, yeah we get it already But who give a shit about that? I am a good man, how about that? No way your hell I'm defined by the stack Smoking that pack, let me get it back Let me get up in and let me hit it like that If you wanna come and get it with a rap pack Like ai am going to be here forever in a day I will be at the Grammy party with Jane and B Oh shit, yeah that's me chilling out NYC That shit I can't believe I'm icy, I'm icy.
5: I'm clean. I'm clean. I'm icy. I'm clean. I'm a bad motherfucker. I'm clean. I'm, I'm, icy. I'm, icy. I'm, icy. I'm, clean. I'm icy. I'm icy. I'm clean. I'm clean. I'm icy. I'm clean.
0: logic in gucci main i see oh i love that song I, it's kind of weird you know when people do you know the the kind of i feel like that was kind of like you know eminem-esque early eminem type of song we you know what that
3: i see
5: clean i'm a bad
0: motherfucker you know what i'm saying you know kind of doing you know just weird stuff to try and you know get the song to pop um I never really checked out the Logic album out, you know a couple of weeks ago, and now that's like one of the only songs I've been listening to. So, yeah, uh, you know, it's crazy what you can find when you actually check things out. Well, we are back here on Oxcord Radio, uh, touching on a couple of things here and there. Um, One thing I kind of wanted to touch on, and we don't really talk about it enough, is the Minnesota Twins are still doing an excellent job in the division right now as it stands six games above the Cleveland Indians for the division lead. Uh, They should hold suit. They've kind of had a tough schedule to open back up on the All-Star break, but they should be able to get ahead of Cleveland in terms of, you know, Cleveland's schedule in the month of August is very brutal. And the Twins uh, it's pretty much smooth sailing and beating up on the current – Uh, Bad people, bad teams that are the Tigers, White Sox, and the Royals in the AL Central. So the Twins should be a okay moving forward, but we'll keep an eye on that as well. Uh, One thing also that I don't think I mentioned last episode, uh, talking about Fortnite and Stranger Things, they actually did a collab, uh, Fortnite and Stranger Things, collabing to do a Demogorgon skin, which I purchased, and then a Hopper skin. I'm pretty sure I mentioned that actually last time, but I, I need to make sure I... Following up I think I mentioned that Um, But anyway yeah uh, A couple other things I wanted to hit on Chance the Rapper had been advertising That his new album is coming soon We have gotten the date for that finally In the name The Big Day July 26th Uh, Probably some pretty decent features on it. There was a video with Kanye, so it's probably going to be some rock in production. And I'm really excited to see what Chance has in store for his first ever album. Yes, this is his first ever album. Uh, The other projects that we've got from him thus far have only been, you know, sample size uh, singles here and there. And then uh, the mixtape last coloring book was a definitive mixtape in his words so it'll be interesting to see what the album looks like in Chance's eyes hopefully it's not super long just because that gets uh, kind of a lot to go through especially if you're trying to pluck through and see uh, whether it's good or not to you or if you're going to like it Um, But yeah, I think that's something to look forward to For the back half of 2019 and the back half of summer And Chance the Rapper, a huge guy in the spectrum uh, Bringing out a huge rap album And uh, I'm really excited to listen to that Well, I had touched a little bit on the ratings for Madden And I didn't really have it in front of me So let me go over those pretty quickly here uh, Just to kind of touch on a couple of position groups Um, So for the QBs Pat Mahomes, the Cover Boy on Madden 20, is rated at the highest at 97. Then we got Tom Brady sitting at 96. Philip Rivers and Drew Brees at a respective 94 and 92, and then Andrew Luck rounding out the top five at a 92 as well. Then you have Russell Wilson at a 91, Aaron Rodgers at a 90. If you remember, at one time Aaron Rodgers was one of the best quarterbacks in Madden uh, with like a 96, 97 overall rating. Now he has dropped. Uh, then you go down to 89 for Matt Ryan then you go down a couple spots to 85 for Ben Roethlisberger and then rounding out the top 10 at 84 is Cam Newton um, and like I had talked about earlier before Madden 20 uh, and the Madden team really spreading out the ratings scale to make sure that those superstar players pop so uh, man, this is a crazy. Uh, I think they got this list pretty right for the most part. Um, Pat Mahomes being the top-rated quarterback is no doubt in my eyes uh, a good choice. Uh, do I think he's in the problem that I, I had touched on before earlier is are these guys going to be too OP? Is the superstar thing going to be too too important? And that remains to be seen because we haven't played the game yet. So uh, that's kind of one thing that I'm a little bit worried about. But uh, it'll work out hopefully for the best. touching on some running backs here Uh, the top overall rated running back in man a 97 overall rating for todd Gurley. then you have ezekiel elliott coming in at 94 lev bell and melvin gordon coming in at 92s saquon barkley and christian mccaffrey coming in at 91s and then alvin Kamara uh rounding out the 90s group at a 90 uh i think they also got that uh pretty well on the head Todd Gurley uh, had a tough year last year. Uh, Surprised to see that he's still up there at that high of a rating, and then that there's kind of, you know, he's kind of a clear step ahead of a couple guys in terms of points ratings because, you know, it's – a gap of three between him and Zeke. So I think that's kind of interesting. Uh, and then going to the wide receiver group, as I said, DeAndre Hopkins is a 99, uh, the only 99 wide receiver in this year's group. Then you have the former 99 from last year, last year's cover boy Antonio Brown, in 98, along with Julio, who was a 98. Uh, Odell Beckham Jr. 96 then you have Michael Thomas coming off his monster superstar year at a 95 Tyreek Hill will he be on the field he's coming in at 94 like I said my dogs Anthony or er, Anthony Adam Thielen and Stefan Diggs Adam Thielen coming in at 94 Diggs coming in at a 93 Devontae Adams coming in at a 92. Then you got Mike, Even- Mike Evans and Ty-, T.Y. Hilton at a 91, and then A.J. Green at a 90. A.J. Green has always been uh, a pretty important wide receiver in man, so that doesn't surprise me to see his rating up there. I think they got this list pretty right. Uh, it's cool to see Mike Evans is getting the appreciation that he does. Uh, really, this is kind of the way that the – list goes for wide receivers you know you can kind of put these ratings and fantasy uh projections kind of in line with each other i would think that saquon barkley is a pick uh You know, obviously, Saquon Barkley is going to be the more popular pick fantasy-wise, more so than Ezekiel Elliott, more so than Le'Veon Bell, way more so than Todd Gurley because everybody is so scared to pick Todd Gurley this year uh, because he got hurt last year, and then they had, like, a usage issue with him for whatever reason. So, uh, yeah. So, yeah, touching on Madden ratings, I think that was interesting. Um, Really excited to see what Madden 20 looks like when it comes out in... Yeah, not really else much to say on that. Well, we are out of time here on the program. Thank you so much, guys, for listening. Uh, If you like the program today, make sure you give it a thumbs up. Give it a clap on Anchor. Uh, Give me a sub wherever you listen. And uh, throw me some feedback on IG, Twitter, uh, wherever you have social media or whatever. Uh, we're going to be rounding out the podcast today with some Sixlack in Jesse Reyes. Love this song. It's a bop. This is imported. Thanks for listening to Oxcord Radio, guys. We will see you next week. Peace.
2: And sometimes people call me six like I don't mind Because they stubborn and my bank account is looking mighty fine We can skip the wine and dine Go straight for the wine and grind She wanna come, I can make it happen, fuck trying Sometimes I get messy, you can be my biggest secret I ain't sliding if you're with them, baby You gon' have to leave them, I got morals On Sundays on Wednesday, really it depends, but you, 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 you're in love with somebody
3: else, maybe, maybe I could offer some help, get over them by getting under me, but you might hold it if you get too much of me, hold it if you get too much of me. I'm not important, I'm not from here, I'm imported. I drink liquor like it's water, hold my liver, can't afford it. I've been lying, give me this I've been lying, here. I've been lying, I've been lying I'm under the covers like what happened here, ain't nothing sacred. Shit that got me fucked up is I know that dude just saw me naked. Nice and a broken heart, but who the
2: Cause my name is not important. I'm not from here. I'm important. Can't you tell my voice distorted? You important. I'm important. Make a movie. Let's record it. Came a long way from a Honda. Tryna fuck you in some Porsches, baby. You, know, you're in love with somebody. Else. Maybe I could offer some He brought you down. Now climb on top of me see. Yeah.